You should be barricaded in your house and kept off of the street or sterilized, lobotomized, left in a car and heat. Cause the things you say and do tell me your brain cells are a few, and that is why I hate you. Why are you making a creepy face? <laughs> your eyes looked super blue too. It was probably the reflection. It was definitely the re reflection. Your the eyes looked like blue. Yeah, your eyes look like super deep teal blue in your yeah oh it's creepy oh i gotta give you a screenshot of that it's creepy looking what's up everybody welcome to the podcast we're uh we're doing a bank episode here so when you hear this i don't know when it could be in the future it's in the future it's a future episode yeah so it'll be totally out of the timeline if we have any kind of continuity i like that though well we do have con i think we have continuity for the most part there's a lot of callbacks it's okay. We got kids around. We're trying to. We got kids off this week. We're gonna. We're trying to get some bank episodes recorded, but we got kids around, so they're gonna make noise in the background. It's yeah, happen. it's just like, but it's like the first soon. Like they'll be quiet the whole time, and then soon yeah. as I actually ask for them to be quiet, is when they decide they want to be as loud as possible. Well, that's why because you <laughs> you ask. So of course now. they want to do. They want to do the exact opposite <laughs> of what you're asking them to do. That's how yeah. kids work, man. My son's I don't know. Such a, I, a, I know that I did and got my butt whooped and then I didn't, but whatever. Well, that's because in, in our day, when we were kids, that was okay. Now you can't whoop yeah. kids' butts anymore. So you have to use vague threats that you won't follow through <laughs> that on. you'll never follow through on. <laughs> and then they, they when they find that out, you're totally fucked. See, my thing is, out. I wouldn't be as mad if they did the opposite of what I said. I mean, I'd be mad, but I wouldn't be as mad but it's the fact that they argue with me about it. Well, of course, of course they do. That's the part that they makes want, me upset. They want to feel like they're in charge. I can't, I can't stand like, and have you ever, have you ever made a threat that you didn't want to follow through on? Mm -hmm. But then you got to the point where you're like, well, fuck now I have to follow through on this. <laughs> oh, there's multiple times. I'm like, I'm just going to, you, you're going to do this one thing. I'm going to get rid of this toy. I don't want to get rid yeah. of I bought it for them. I don't want to get rid of it. No, I know. Well, I told you about the time I broke the, 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 uh, airplane gun right yes did i talk about Except that already that, yeah i still believe that you just did it like you didn't even did i talk about it. it on the podcast i think you i think you did because i i think i uh i said i think like a million times i feel like i ostracized you yeah you did but that could have been in person i mean just yeah, just to Fine. just Fine. to recap my my kids had these toy it was like a, a toy where, where you put a, a plane on a gun and then you pull the trigger on the gun and it shoots the plane off of it and uh, my son kept pointing it at people and shooting it. And I said, don't do that. Don't do that. And I eventually said, if you do that again, I'm going to break it. And he did it again. So I cracked it in half. And then yeah. my family looked at me like I was the devil. <laughs> you All know three of them. I, I probably said this last time, too. I don't get how in I get that their brains aren't developed. So maybe in their little heads, but other people think that you're the bad person for necessarily doing that when you gave warning over yeah. and over and over again. Well, that's the way I felt. And then, they and then I felt so like, that's my favorite thing. It was like, then you he, shouldn't have done the thing I did asked you. He didn't even to care do. about the stupid thing. He didn't care yeah. about it. And then I felt so bad. I super glued it together after in the, in the middle <laughs> yes, of the night. I do remember you saying yeah. that. I think I called you a monster or something like that. You did. To... You did. You refer. So now, and now you're agreeing with me. So last, oh, when I, I told you, you called you me then. a monster. I just was ostracizing you because it's easy to do. Oh, like we definitely said, didn't talk about. I love making you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, this wasn't on the podcast. This was in person because you're right. You were you were ostracizing ostracizing me, and my wife was there, and she was uh, probably also feeding the flames. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, I, I feel like that's that our friendship turned into. I get pleasure out of making you uncomfortable. You do, yeah. Like, I, I enjoy it too, though, because I don't mean that's okay. it at all. 
just I No, it's okay. I, I don't mind it though. I don't mind it. I like it. Because I, I like I being put like... I'm sorry, go on. No, I, I like being put into an uncomfortable position once in a while. I feel like I need it. I need it for my <laughs> ego to be dampered <laughs> a little bit. Check. Yeah. No, yeah. I like I, I feel like you would you would tell me if I went too far. Like you would Oh, like, absolutely. You, you would, would. Like like an adult, treat me like an adult go dude off limits. And that'd be it. Like Yeah. No, agreed. And I I think you do the same thing. I, oh, absolutely. I 100%, 100% feel that way. That's I mean I have I have a few friends that that have told me that that that's the way I like they don't have the the foresight or the ability to just say something like like just tell somebody something like yeah. that just just be like no. And I, I I have no problem just being totally candid being like no, sorry. Especially I with work. I'm I don't know, it probably isn't good customer service, but I have to say, I I do it all the time with work where I'm just like yeah. no, no fuck you. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> or I, I, you know. I realize that work um well, it well, depending on the type of work I'm doing, but at work, since I spent most of my life being a pushover, um, I my one limit is being yelled at somebody, yelled at by somebody that's not related to me. Yeah, like, no, that you makes. Don't have a relationship with me. Don't yell at me. You could say whatever, but do not yell at me. I just can't compute that. No, I agree, one hundred percent. When I was Should... working, I oh, sorry. When I was working for a Samsung, I had a guy at. Um, and I might not have might have said it before, so I'm gonna make, keep it short. But he walked into the store. Now, mind you, I was a manager at the time, and he walked in walked into our to my little kiosk desk, threw his phone on the table, then threw his hat at me, like his his weird, you know how about that like an anger, like yeah, well out of frustration. You could tell it was frustration, and he didn't okay. throw it, like chuck it at me. He threw it in my direction. Okay. And he went, "You people owe me a lot of money." Mind you, there was no Samsung store. I didn't work in a store. I worked in a Best Buy. So for right. all he knew, I was wearing a Samsung shirt and worked for Best Buy. But he right. said, you people owe me a lot of money. I went, um, and you went, what do you mean, you people? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was so off-put. I'm surprised that they didn't pop, like, pop up in my head because he was like a, like an old rednecky dude. Oh, but God. I went, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I don't owe you anything but good service. So how may I help you? And I'm surprised well put. I put it out like that. Yeah, I very was, well done. I was shaking. Like, I knew this was going to be a bad interaction. And he was like, I can't get service. And I went, well, how long has the phone not worked? And he, he looked at me and was like, since I got it. Went, then why didn't you bring it back as soon as you <laughs> Immediately, <got it?"> yeah. <laughs> and well, I don't have time for him. Like, but sir, you have time to sit here and yell at me. I don't know you. And I didn't mess up your phone. I can try to help you, but don't yell at me or I'm not going to want to help you. Let me speak to your manager. And I got to pull yes, the, that card. I can give you my my other supervisor, but I'm the manager, so I can help you. But you have to speak to me like an adult, right? And I, I had yeah, just I, gotten back from the army, so I, I think I still had that ego going. No, I get you because I turn into a sadist in those situations where I'm like, <laughs> I'm the one that has the power in this. You think you have the power as a customer, but I have the power as the person that can actually help you. Yeah. And then I turn into a say this and I'm just like, no, go fuck yourself. Nope. Sorry. Not helping you. I, I think to your point, I think I had that happen too, because the last real job, I, I say real job because I, I, you know, I, when I had a, a boss and worked job. for yeah. someone else, uh, it happened all the time where I had clients that were really, I guess, belligerent, they, you know, berate is a strong word, but they were, they took advantage of the relationship that they were the client and I was the yeah, one who was supposed to help the, them. The and they could be mentality. 
Yeah, and they could be really shitty and really and I had one particular client with them that I like had anxiety about. Like I'd come home and worry about it. Like what's gonna go yeah. wrong next? And like I'd get an email alert on my phone and be like, Oh fuck, is it that client? And like freak out. And I talked to my boss about it at one point and she she said, You know what? Fuck, you know, fuck these guys. We're gonna we're gonna get rid of them. Fuck them. We're we're gonna get rid of them. And at the time they were a digital client, so they were only worked with me. Okay. And then she had a conversation with him that night. She had it scheduled and I came into work the next day. And instead of firing the client, it turned into a larger contract where we were going to do more work for them, including uh, traditional stuff like graphic design, print oh ads, God. stuff like that. And she more work for me and more you. working. I know. And I was like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, I expected to come in. You were going to say you're free of this horrible client you have to work with. And now it's you have to work more with them. And that was kind of like, I mean, there's a lot of last straws for me, but that was one of them. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. That, that's, that's that all I could think of. And this is a really fucked up example, but is that you go to jail and like this one guy, your bunkie is like, I'm going to get in that ass. And he's yeah. getting ready to do something to you. And another big dude comes up and knocks the fuck out. He's like, you're safe now. Yeah, thank yeah, you. He's like, yeah. that ass is mine. He spreads your cheeks. <laughs> well, that was just, uh, <laughs> Oz. The the like the first episode oh, of Oz yeah. that happened. Oh my god! Where, uh, I can't even remember who played the the main the one main dude. I mean, that a goes bunch in. Of dudes. Well, it's the, the 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 dude that was Adam just going Beeson, in. The guy that wore the cap really funny. Right. Yeah. Um, I think his name was Bear. Who was the? I think he was a a lawyer. He he went in for drunk driving. Yes. Um, and then there was Stabler. I can't remember his character's name. It was something. Yep, Stabler was in him it. Him and yep. his brother Cyril. Um, the him and Bayer had a relationship the entire like. Yeah, pretty much the entire show. And then there um, was the J.K. Simmons. Uh, and I can't. He J was the super Nazi dude. Oh yeah, that's right. J that's where and I he, remember J.K. Simmons as a child. Yeah, the the dude came uh, in, and then J.K. Yeah. Simmons like defended him, that's and then right. at the end of the episode, he was like, "Now I'm gonna fuck you." Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh man. Oh my god! I I love J.K. Simmons. He's he's one of my favorite actors. Oh yeah, uh, of all time. See, I absolutely I, fucking love that guy. In my adulthood, I see J.K. Simmons. You know, ever since he was like in Spider Man as like the perfect J. Jonah Jameson. Yes. Um, yep. He. I was always like, why is he threatening? Because I remember I see him in like that drumming movie, and he seems threatening. He's good at acting. Yeah, Whiplash. But I'm like, why yep. is he always threatening to me? But it, I don't find him threatening. But I don't why is know he what it is. To me? It's because my uh, childhood, I remember him as the Nazi. Yeah, there you like, go. Like when he you was, said well, that and put it together, I, it all like worked out for me. I knew him first from Law and Order because he was uh, Doctor Skoda in Law and Order forever. So I huh. saw that before I saw Oz, where he was the the Nazi dude. So I always okay, associated yeah, with I, Skoda. But but Skoda in Law and Order was, excuse me, was equally intimidating. He was just he was a psychiatrist, but he was a very intimidating, very matter of fact, and like other like, psychiatrists come in. <laughs> yeah, and other psychiatrists would come in with countering opinions, and he'd just be like, they're full of shit. They don't know what they're talking about. And he just really – he had a very good gravitas about him. Mm. And I think that's just the, the way he, he acts uh, yeah. because, he's, well, like you said, he's the same in everything. Well, the reason, why, presence. the reason why um, like I was wondering about him being threatening is because his next – the a role that he's doing is as a big villain in, um, Boulder, in the new Boulder's Gate game that's been – Oh, really? Yeah, like it's been the game. Okay, so it's been in early access for like three or four years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I didn't know they were making one. And um, they, well, they made it. It's beautiful. But, yeah. I, and I bought it early access, I want to say a year ago. 
So, like, I'll play it, and then I'll stop, because you only get to play the first section of the game. Right. And then I'll stop and then see what they updated, and if they had a new class and stuff like that. And they put up a video, so I went and looked at it, and I was like, that voice sounds familiar. Oh my god, J.K. Simmons is playing, like, this yeah. necromancer dude. And it's kind of dope. Yeah, it is dope. I'll have to check it out. Can you hear my stomach growling? I, I, I'm going to get no. in trouble. No, I think you're I just got- getting self-conscious because you're used to the squeaky chair. Well, that's in the background, too, because I forgot to switch it out before we started. So, <laughs> sorry. I'll just be a lot of editing for me. Uh, no, I went. I got, I got, I felt like I won the lottery yesterday. I went to, to Dunkin' and uh, oh. I went in and got coffee. And somebody gave me the coffee. And then another person made it, too, and came over and gave it to me. And he was like, do you just, do you want them both? And I said, yeah, I mean, I, I guess so. I'm going to shit my brains out later, but I guess I'll take it. And he was like, well, I'll take responsibility for that. And I said, it's the price you pay for the good coffee, man. It's the price you pay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I'm drinking the second one now, and I feel like uh, I'm probably going to have to use the rest for sludge and you porcelain breaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, so I, I don't remember. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh. After, after our long segue into J.K. Kept, Simmons, yeah, it just kept going. Uh, <laughs> oh, we were talking. No, we were talking about uh, uh, jobs and client stuff. Yeah, yeah. so I, I definitely once once I was free from that uh, restriction of somebody else is responsible for making those decisions. I was just anybody that drives me nuts, just like, not nah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with this. It's not worth it. Uh, no, I, I, get I mean to that be kind of worked betrayal, a little more picky. Like, I don't know if your job had an HR department or anything. Not oh, like it ever God, is effective. No. Not if, like it's ever effective anyway. But true. Um, I, I just I, that, that stunk of like no HR because no. your your supervisor can't tell you something that's directed to help you. Like if yeah. you are having an issue with somebody, client or not, and then all of a sudden just kind of go, well, we, we're getting more money. So. Yeah, well, that's that's what it was. And it really was. It wasn't like I just was like went to her and said, hey, I, I can't I don't want to work. Tonight. I told her I was like, I'm having anxiety issues. I get home and it's all I can think about. Like every time they send an email, I, I have a panic attack about it. I'm worried it's going to be something else. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. We're going to solve this problem. <laughs> it's just like, hey, guess what? They're giving us more money now. <laughs> so now it was a small company. There's only four employees. Four or five, you know, depending on who who was there at the time and who was ready to quit because they didn't like working there. Uh, the churn in there, aside from me and one other person, like people would come and stay for like six months and then they're gone because they were just like, I don't want to work here. And then me and one other person stayed there for like three years and we, we just we figured maybe we were masochist or something. We just like the pain. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Could have been. Yeah. I, so but my, my wife's tired. So she's she's been trying to sleep a little extra. And obviously I'm still tired. So the other day, my son came into our room at seven. He's like, oh, it's seven o'clock. It's time to go downstairs. And uh, we were both tired and we were like, all right, yeah, why don't we, you know, we'll be right there. And then, I don't know, 10 minutes pass by and I hear some yelling from downstairs. <laughs> and I get up and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And I go downstairs and my my uh, daughter's there and I'm like, what the hell's going on? And she said, she said my, my son... He tried to sneak out of the house 
because he knew it would set the alarm system off to wake us up. Wake you up. So, yeah, so I guess he op- he went outside and opened the door so the alarm would go off. But my daughter knows the code to disable it. So she went yeah. over and turned it off. And then I guess they were fighting about it because he was like, why'd you do that? Yeah, he's so sneaky. Just so sneaky. I thought it was hilarious. I, I mean, I was I was not happy. Happening. Oh, no. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't happy about it, but I, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> So I told my wife, I was like, I'll go down with them and you can you can just come down when you're ready and then I'll go back up sleep if I need to. My question was, were you how frustrated were you? Were you really frustrated? Were you actually kind of zen about it? I was zen about it. I was kind of impressed with his ingenuity. (laughs) 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 Figuring out how to I was like, yeah, that definitely would have gotten us up. That definitely would have done the trick, you know? All right. Well, that's enough of that shit. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get into our topic for this week. If I can get it to play. It's time to begin the complaining. Ooh. I'm gonna let you Ha, you did it twice. Because, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it twice. I didn't push it again. Alright, we're talking go ahead. You introduce our topic. I mean, uh so <laughs> we're talking about dealing with 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 um we already know that we all know the stereotype of, you know, the one the one white dude who has like a ponytail and a long beard and he's always talking about like Indian <laughs> like mysticism. Kind of a Zen douchebag, if you will. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's the one that very that's the, like one of the first the old ones that, Zen douchebag that comes to mind. Or um Mike Myers in um what was that movie that tanked his career for a while? The love, the guru. love guru. Yeah, like he's that kind yeah, of yeah. Like piece yep. of shit. Not necessarily that person, but the people who embody like that kind of creature. Oh God! They when they uh, appropriate those uh, other cultures and kind of make they them their own, spiritualize them or make them <laughs> seem mystical. like you said, take all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh, I learned this shit in the mountains of Tibet. I know it's a dying art. <laughs> or pretend. They don't even actually. I know, like, nowadays it's considered kind of a dying art, but um, you, you can see, like, remnants of that online, especially in, like, the Silicon Valley kind of place, like, area of media. Like, those people oh, yeah. really exist. Um, Will I Am is one of those. Yeah, we know he's oh, a weirdo, he? but he's he's kind of like a technological version of that kind right, of like right, right. Zen like douchebag. Yeah, I knew he was a weirdo, but I didn't know he was like into yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah, watch him push, push like, his like, um, Silicon Valley like bullshit. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to check it out. There, there. You're right. It's kind of a dying art, like that real, almost caricature version. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like it's quite. I mean, then again, we don't live in California. Which is, it really seems like a California. <laughs> that probably has something like, to do with. It does. It does. But because I mean, there are people who are into uh, that. I guess spiritualism without mm-hmm. religion vibe, which like I and I I get and like meditation. I get. I like meditation. I don't meditate nearly as much as I I'd, I'd like to, but I do on occasion, and not. Not medita- meditation like people think, where it's like, oh, you're in this trance and the outside world goes away. Like, I, I, I think people can get to that point with meditation. But for me, sometimes it's just a way to just sit and basically take everything down a notch. 
and like force myself yeah. not to think. You know, I could still hear what's going on around me, but it gives me the opportunity to just make myself not think. So like I I get those things, but where where, <laughs> where it drives me crazy is what you're talking about. The people that like the white the white people that have like fucking kanji symbols well, <laughs> on their it, walls it, it really and on their arms. Me. And you walk because in. <laughs> in, in mind you, like, I, the stereotype is it's a white guy, usually. But no, no, no. These motherfuckers are all over the place. Yeah. And yeah. if anything, you, you, no matter how much they try to defend it, you know what isn't part of being Zen? Fucking trying to make money. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> a big part of it, too, obviously. Did you watch... Did you watch... Well, they, yeah, yeah. Well, it becomes, I don't know if it's just a matter of it, it becomes a lifestyle and then like you have to make money. So like you don't want to have that, that version of yourself or present yourself that way and be flipping burgers <laughs> at McDonald's or something and just look, doesn't make sense. So they, they, they're forced into figuring out a way to make money out of it. I don't know. But did you ever see, uh, it was the newest the the the, re, the season of Arrested uh, uh, Development where they came back. Oh. It wasn't it wasn't the last season, but the I when they re, that there was like a whole subplot in that season with like a, a I can't remember their names, but the one that Portia Durasi okay. played the daughter Lindsay. I, I, I just know who Portia name, is. where she like she got <laughs> she got into that lifestyle and she like went and flew to like India or something to see this guru, and it was just like. I mean, that's what what we're talking about. We're talking about that <laughs> caricature of it so of these people that <laughs> take it to another level. Um, it, it was it's an old show called um, Documentary Now, which is um, I forget what the other guy's name is, but it's David Hader, not David Hader, Bill Hader. It is like he does all these impersonations. Bill Hader, and Bill Hader they're, yep. they're SNL alums. Um, they they would do like mock documentaries yep. of like real documentaries that existed. And in their later season, it, they were less involved, you know, doing other things. Um, but there's one based on a real um, Zen, Zen douchebag type guy who really kind of started a cult. Um, I think the real life version of it is called Rashnish Param, which essentially... It, it was an Indian it was like an Indian guru who started this cult had like turned into like this military cult they bought like a a plot of land in middle of America and started like this weird hippie cult and they would like have really loud orgies oh yeah, and, like, yeah. they were they were trying to like buy up land from the townspeople that were already there and mind you the documentary now episode follows this pretty closely, but in the most yeah. amazingly funny way, um, starring um, Owen Wilson as as the lead. I can't believe I've never heard uh, of no, it. Is it relatively show. new it's show? Out at least the last five years, maybe huh. even longer. It's really good. You yeah, should watch so it. Weird that I've Each never, episode's a different I've never heard of that before. Um, unless it's a double feature. But um, what... <laughs> What ends up happening is these people become so fucking like engrossed, as I said, it turns into a cult, that it it leaves the leader's hands. And the second in command, this crazy ass woman, takes over. 
and militarizes them to the point that they try to like spread salmonella in the town like pretty much they just lost their fucking shit how do you go from being like kumbaya to to that <laughs> but that's what i'm saying because you're, because the douchebag part of being zen really takes over because it's supposed to be like love and not having like worldly like um possessions, possessions and stuff, and, yeah and shit like that but then it really is just no you're just inflating your own ego and these people <laughs> are, are idol worshiping to the point that all they're doing is huffing this dude's farts <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dude is just completely out of it. Doesn't know what the fuck's going on because he probably has a drug habit or something. Yeah, yeah. The, those, those. I feel like those and a lot of times it, go it, hand in hand. It's just so funny how like, oh yeah, it, it's it's just that stupid cult mentality. You have to praise something. You have to believe in something. And that's why when you mention like spirituality without religion, I'm like, eh, how far away are they from that? Like, because if you have a leader, chances are the person that the people are going to worship is the charismatic leader, which then brings the cult thing to a a weird balance. So, uh, yeah, uh, does that do what, you know, what, what makes them such, such assholes? <laughs> well, what do you, you think know, it is? Um, this is a, um, a modern phrase, but I think this is also good um for all gurus is um the phrase of toxic positivity they they take Ooh. people's need to be positive but I like they, that. they weaponize it i like that yeah it bothers me when people are overly positive because i mean i'm overly negative <laughs> so maybe maybe it's just maybe, maybe it's, it's just, just a grinch thing yeah maybe it's just i'm just jealous of their uh unabridged happiness well, but well, what would make you angrier somebody like let's say your car breaks down and right now you have no way of like fixing it and somebody goes well they, they go oh shit that fucking sucks would that make you mad or would somebody no. going well at least you didn't die well dude this goes back to god Today has is planned. beautiful the sky is beautiful you can use your legs to walk now this well, is god's way of telling you that you shouldn't be driving and you should walk 30 miles to work yeah this like, this goes back to god has a planners it's it's the same <laughs> mentality it's just now it's inward is not i just said you know god's plan thing but it they it, it, still believe in fate no but it's the same mentality it's the same the same like just fucking sometimes things can be bad yeah. <laughs> like Remember not everything has to have out? a spin oh my god you imagine how annoying everybody fucking was how, how i don't understand how people could be so bra- like not it's not like a small group that was like a countrywide epidemic of yeah. people being brainwashed in the idea that for somehow their positive thought could influence their life now don't get me wrong positivity and and positive feelings can help. Like if I feel good, if I'm going to run a marathon and I feel good about my ability to do it, um, yeah, that's going to help me do You're it. More motivated do, to do it, right? I'm going to do a better Absolutely. job. If I'm uh, going into a task at for work and I'm like, I could do this. I've totally got this. Yeah, that's gonna obviously that's going to help me do a better job than if I'm like, I can't fucking do this. This is going to be terrible. But the idea that you can will shit into existence. 
just by thinking about it, be like, I really want a fucking Lamborghini. And it's going to happen. If you, <laughs> it's going to happen. If you I'm going to get enough. me a Lamborghini. All I need is a, a loan of a million dollars from my dad. And I'm going to get the yeah. Lamborghini. <laughs> like, there's a big difference between uh, positivity being a motivator and positivity being a fucking <laughs> means to anything. And it drives, I, I don't know, people who are overly positive drive me fucking cr- up, up a wall in general. Because, like I said, sometimes shit is bad. Sometimes shit just doesn't work out. Sometimes it's okay to wallow in your own misery and it just feel bad. Like. Well- for me, it's less that it makes me angry because things are bad or can be bad because I'm a pessimist too. But overall, it's, it's unrealistic. And it's so unrealistic that if it that it's almost cartoonish. It's, it's highly delusional to even remotely think like that. To think that you're right all the time is delusional as fuck. But to think that you're right because you're nice about it or because you're being positive? Get the fuck out of here. Anything, absolutely anything in this world can be poisonous if you have too much of it. Positivity and happy thoughts are one of them. Things like The Secret, all they did was take the Disney, if you wish upon a star, (laughs) and put it into a fucking book and made their profit off of it. Because the second part of that is you wish upon a star and the thing that you want happens. But they don't mention that you have to fucking work for it. (laughs) Yeah, Guess what? Come. The person, the person who wrote the secret, put in the work to write it, and all these fucking idiots are putting the work into selling it. And then the the dumber, dumber people, or us who are desperate and dumb, fucking read that shit and go, okay, I'll just think about it, and we just fucking think about it. Yeah, we just we the most work we put in is what we put in a vision board or some shit. And mind you, most of what I know from the secret is from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Just putting that out there. <laughs> and, but you know what? In an episode of Oprah. The gist of it is the gist of it, though. Like, you know the gist of it and yeah. what it is. And that shit still comes up. I mean, I was, I don't remember what podcast I was listening to, but a podcast within the last couple of weeks I was listening to mentioned the secret. It's like, so it's, it's, it's still in our talk. vernacular and things people talk about. I, I mean, it's not what it was <laughs> when it came out where people were just like, I don't have to do shit. All I have to do is really think about it, and it's going to happen to me. Um, but I remember the, oh, I think the we, secret in a Barnes and Noble and going, "Oh my god, that's still being sold." Yeah, yeah, it's still. Excuse me, I keep belching now. It's a thing now. I, you know, this is. I think we hit the nail on the head here because when I st- first started thinking about this Zen douchebag, Buddhist buttholes topic, I, I was I I. I wasn't sure where you were going to go with it. And I, I was thinking to myself, maybe we won't be on the same side of this argument because I don't have a problem with the general Zen mindset of like, no. like I said, like keep, keep yourself, just allow yourself, your mind to you know, treat your mind like any other part of your body and try to keep it healthy. Like yeah. that part of it. But when it comes to these people that, like you said, are overly fucking positive about everything, and just think that, like, like you said, like positivity cures all. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> like, because there are people out there that are generally like, oh, I've, you have cancer, you can will it away with positive thought. You just have to have the positive energy. And yeah, uh, uh, 
emotional uh, response can, can have a physical response in your body. Yes, I, I the simple effect is real. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't you can't get rid of cancer just by being happy about it, thinking <laughs> it's gonna go away. It doesn't work that no, way. It'll be fine. All the drink is this salty cabbage juice, and I'll be fine. I'll I'll be fine. Like this is <laughs> this is good. This is. What about the appropriation, though? I mean, that's a whole other side of it. Like, okay, we're not allowed so- to appropriate culture anymore. Which which I never under uh, like cultural appropriation to me. There's this like line, and I don't feel like there's a line for most people. Most people just say you can't do it, and there's no line. Yeah. There's like, uh, for example, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the I'm gonna okay. go into it. Like, okay. T- like uh, I I watch. Oh no, you know we'll put it this way. I I watched uh, the movie You People recently. Did you see that? No. It was great. Was oh, that movie. Eddie Murphy and yep. um, Jonah Hill? Um, Jonah Hill. Yeah. Um. But uh. It was, it was it was very interesting because his character has a podcast where he talks about black culture with uh with his friend who is a, a black woman and like that's kind of part of the joke throughout the movie like Eddie Murphy's like just kind of shitting on him mm-hmm. but like he's like super into hip hop and like uh fat black fashion like, and this stuff is like just that. his life the way he yeah his that's this is life. So it's and it's like Eddie Murphy's just kind of like shit shits on him and it's it's a great movie you should watch it it was really really, really funny but that's part of the joke is Eddie Murphy kind of shitting on him like you're, there's a great scene where they're they're listening to the song uh, I can't say the name but N word in Paris by Jay Z yeah and they're in the car and and he he it comes on and he like gets so Jonah Hill's like so excited. he's like oh, I fucking love this song it's so great and Eddie Murphy's like what's it, what. Well, what's the name of this song again? I can't, can't, I can't say remember it. the name. And he's like, oh, um, it's, uh, I think it's Friends in Paris. It's, you know, it's about some guys that go to Paris together and they have have a good time. And he's like, he's like, he's like, so if the four of us, meaning him, his wife, his daughter, and Jonah Hill, go to Paris, would would we be would we be in Paris? Would that be about this song? And he's, and he's like, he's like 75% of us would be this song. It's a great scene, but it's, it's like that fine line between oh, appropriating man. the culture and like Eddie Murphy, like shitting on him for being into the culture. And, but it's just his life. Like he grew up loving hip hop. He grew up just totally idolizing, you know, the, the musicians that, that uh, he liked. Okay. Um, but it's, it's, it's like, so to go back to this, like, I always I always wonder about this line like as a culture sometimes isn't it good to like for other people to be interested in your culture in any any type of culture like so but at the same time where is the line drawn where you're 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 appropriating it I feel like the once I feel like once that with that title was created is when it became a problem now when ignoring the fact that most cultures we have nowadays are a mixture of like cultures that happen because you know people being captured enslavement um people traveling across the world like trading and all that shit let's just say that not like we're all ignoring that that's initial what initial appropriation came from and that, that mixing and the fact that we grew up hearing america's in a melting pot bullshit as we as we grew as we grew up because there's a lot of burnt parts on the side of that fucking pot and most of them are screaming appropriation on both ends right, right. because it is never going to be fair let's just be my think, feeling on it it's never going to be fair across the board because if a white person is brought on a racial or ethnic sensitivity thing they do in college or whatever the fuck they want to do it 
and they end up having to do a, a a ritual that teaches them about you know this culture and they love it they love the feeling of it they love the, and they want to experience that it takes one douchebag with a computer to see that get offended going oh they're taking from my culture mm-hmm. and calling out appropriation sure see the push is that to a degree it is right it does make sense to want to keep and hold that that cultural like purity or whatever but at the same fucking time you have to you just like you mentioned there has to be a line because you're just undermining your own point as to wanting to be equal because i'm sorry white people created a culture too it wasn't a nice culture it wasn't a great (laughs) culture for the rest of us yeah yeah (laughs) and it wasn't good for the caste system that was created by it. it was not good for poor white people because there was a a um a for instance there's a huge thing going on um that i was unaware of a war between native americans and black people i think in the south or the midwest is one of the er two areas you're right you're just fiddling around with your i'm trying to get the mic more centered keep going okay um they, there's a, a, not a war, but a culture war going on because, you know, Native Americans are asking for, you know, their land back and reparations. And um, they're saying, well, you know, the black people that were on our side, you know, that fought with us back in that time, they're not, they're not part of it. My mother looks very Native American. I don't. We're black. But my mother, my mother is very close. She's like a third, if anything. But so she is like genetically attached to them, but she won't count because she's from the black side, but they Mm -hmm. fought together. Their cultures mixed. Where's the appropriation come in? Good question. Because nobody wants to think about the line. They want to think of their, the point they're trying to make on their goddamn soapbox. Yeah. You have to concede something at at any level, be good, bad, or indifferent. You have to concede something something especially if you want to live in a world where there's other people unfortunately if you keep arguing that fact you obviously don't want to live in a world with other people you want to live in a world that makes you your own toxic little positive bubble that you want to live in we have too many fucking um echo chambers for that shit we do yeah um there's somebody uh i left tiktok for a really long time i stopped uploading i don't really go on it because i I get annoyed with people now well the chinese are gonna steal all your intel (laughs) (laughs) oh shit dude okay so i did open i was gonna mention i opened tiktok today now it just derailed me into another thing um i opened tiktok today and the guy was talking about the hearing about tiktok oh yeah yeah this is something i wanted to talk about yeah, they were berating the the CEO. I'm not going to get into that because I don't really know much about that one. Mm-hmm. But there was a major leak, I think, for the FBI. Okay. On yeah. a Minecraft Discord server. Oh, yes, yes. I did see this. <laughs> uh, they were talking about this on maybe John it was Oliver. either CIA or FBI. Yeah, it was on a Minecraft Discord server that was like a bunch of shithead, uh, like white racist dudes uh the i forget the name year old said that i work for the cia because he's like an it tech or some shit and they were like fuck you no you don't so he just started leaking 
<laughs> shit for clout, like a dumb shit. And what's really funny is I've been saying this for a while now. This because the leadership is so detached. They don't fucking understand. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. <laughs> Like, I mean, that you can't, that's pretty fucking funny when you think oh, about it. Oh, it's hilarious. It is fucking <laughs> hilarious. You're full of shit. Oh, yeah? There's well, a bunch <laughs> of classified documents to prove my Epstein case. Epstein really didn't kill himself. <laughs> you couldn't think of any other way. He could, you know, scan his badge or some shit. <laughs> I just, I just can't. I just can't. I constantly keep thinking. It's just like. Hillary did have secret emails. <laughs> like just there going. was a pedophilic ring in the basement of the pizzeria. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> I just, I just can't. I personally just cannot deal with that. But anyway, like among that, that seeing that, um, someone else that I used to, that I follow still, but I'm really debating with just not following. It popped up. Uh, now, mind you, she has this, um, her own, own little hug box as well. And this is, she's, people look up to her and this is the same kind of guru mentality because she's very insightful, very mm-hmm. insightful person, but she got stuck in her own little like hug box loop where I'm now going, oh, you have way too many people that agree with you, baby. There's just way too many fucking people because now you think everything you say is correct because my, yep. my first if on like I disagree with you, but I I almost feel how you feel is because I play D and D or I used to when I had friends, and um, they said, well, if you're white, you, I'll if play you D&D. play a human, you shouldn't play a person of color. Hmm. Okay. Now, mind you, I've only had one other black person I've ever played D and D with, and it wasn't like because I didn't want to. It was just <laughs> actually, you know, so what? I played with. I played with three other people, but we've played all kinds of races. We played elves. We played like we played different characters, different races. But they sure. they call them POCs, people of color. Uh-huh. And I'm like, but they're not us. Like my character can be a black paladin, or he could be an Asian paladin, but they're not Asian in our world. They're from the Skylands. They're Skylanders, and like that's what they are called. They just happen to look like what our version of what or Asian people would look like and not Eurasian. So they could look Russian as well. But I mean, like a stereotype of like what a Japanese, Chinese or Korean person would look like, like, that's just what they look like. Um, and my, my friend played a character. I didn't know until three sessions in that the way he envisioned the character, because I wanted to draw everybody's character. He envisioned the character as being black, but he was just, that was the way his character was. He didn't go, yeah, nigga. He was just like, he didn't do any of that shit. He was just, that's how he envisioned his character. He rolled he his dice like and he's Mr. like, T. all right, motherfucker, I'm going to come and get your ass yeah, he down. he didn't do any of that shit. He was just being the character. <laughs> yeah, it was just the character. But, and, and to think that she would get offended finding out well, that this character was black um, because he's a white dude. And like, but that's, that makes no fucking sense because in most D&D, we're playing white dudes sometimes. Right. A lot of well, the times. Well, by I that logic... Women, I've played a woman in the in the game. Does that make me wrong for playing a woman? Well, let's let's bring this into the world of video games. Like, if I'm playing Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, am I just not yeah. supposed to? Play? I can't. 
I can't remember the character's name now. You can Franklin. never play am, I, as Franklin. am I just supposed to put the controller down when Franklin's but turn I, comes I up? I can't relate to him. I, I can't. I am. I'm. I'm wearing digital black face. Well, blackface. I, I guess I'm not it. finishing this game now because uh, I can't be oh, Franklin. Sorry. What? What if I'm? I'm. I'm the Italian guy, and I have to shoot a black guy. Is that a hate crime? What am I doing? Like, <laughs> you see how stupid that I is. I can't play Super Mario Brothers anymore. And, I can't and, be Italian. It should talk about well, that was you know. There's the systemic. There's a, it's a fucking tabletop game where people of all kinds of colors and races can play different species and different races based on the character that they built up and the fact that they have that character in their head. Well, that they uh, have some, a character that's of a different race in their head that's also human shows that they have diversity on the brain perfectly well as long as they're being sure. respectful to the character being a character. Well, I'll, I'll put it this way. My daughter plays Roblox, as I, yeah. I believe yours is as well. She's played before and, you know, she's played different games where you create a character and she's made characters that are black or have dark skin. Yeah. And to her, it's nothing. It's not. It she's has, just like, I exactly. just that's the way I want my character to look, period. There's nothing behind it other than she's just making them look that way. She's not thinking and, anything deep about it. And. Like today, I saw their video and they were like, "I had to unfriend somebody because they were making Harry Potter, um, Harry Potter content on their OnlyFans or whatever." Oh no! And I was oh, like, you don't okay, want to look. You, you don't want to look and, at her titties you, anymore. Mind you, she's she's trans. So I'm just gonna put that right. out there now. She's trans. Okay. And I followed her for like three years. Thought it was really cool. But that that D and D thing was really iffy because they had D and D content. I was like, right. "That's I want to see that. I want to see that." in like people like all over the world enjoying this thing that i like but then it got super politicized and everybody and your opinion just kept like i looked at the comment section it was just like all people not challenging that opinion and i was now too afraid to do that because i wouldn't be listened to nobody's gonna hear what i had to say no they were just going to argue attack it Yeah. yeah they were gonna argue their point and i could say it in the most factual way possible that i don't want to offend anybody this is just how i see it could we like i want to understand it more because i feel like you're going too far in this direction sure and that's everything now yeah and it's no point there's no fucking point in saying anything to anybody because they're stuck in their own little fucking weird things and that's what these fucking um these these fucking douchebag gurus they feed off of they feed off of that type of mentality that oh i'm going to say something that affirms what you believe and then that'll make you easier to follow me or they put out an opinion and then people start following them and so they just keep reiterating what they think is right and without pushback they just kind of become that thing yeah no you're absolutely right that you know uh, a lot of that and a lot of that i mean we're talking about buddhism and uh, buddhists uh beliefs and stuff too that go along with that and a lot of that obviously is taken from asian cultures mm-hmm. you know what's nobody ever seems to care about there are so many white americans that are like obsessed with japanese culture right or any asian culture or any exotic, asian culture quote unquote you think that's what it is but nobody well, seems to ever give a shit about that like there are people that are like just obsessed like with Oh, well, do you remember that, that there was if that? It's Japanese. They're weeaboos. Let's just be real. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah. Okay. But I mean, like that's that's one thing. But uh, and then there's I think I may have said this on the podcast before to you, but like there's also a, a line between me 
driving down the street, blasting Jay-Z, right? And me driving down the street, blasting Jay-Z, wearing a dashiki, right? Like There's this a, a major difference. Right? There's So there is a line. <laughs> <laughs> There's a line oh. to be drawn. You know, I feel like the only people in the celebrity sphere that really understand that line are the weigh-ins. Oh, maybe, yeah. Because like, like yeah. the, their comedy usually has that person. And they understand the absurdity of that level. But wasn't there, but, wasn't there a recent? Uh, was it uh, the fuck's her name? It wasn't that recent, but who the who the hell's the the Nancy Pelosi? Wasn't there a thing recently where she was wearing like, like a scarf that was like uh, all African colors and shit? Like I after don't something know, happened, but I'm gonna look that up. I'm pretty sure that that happened, and because everybody did like, it. What are you they doing? Do what are you they doing? All do it. They all, <laughs> look, I don't even feel right in the dashiki. Right, right. Like, it's I, it's it's just so. It, here, here's the thing. You know when when Hillary and Trump were running against each other, and they were both like disingenuously like throwing like comments into the fucking crowd. Yeah, good times. Good times. Eating that shit up. Hillary lost me. I think this is actually during the primaries because I was still like going, go Bernie. I want my old Jewish grandpa to be there. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> he, she said, I eat hot sauce on everything. Like, oh, yeah. She made yeah. sure when she said it, she had pocket hot sauce or something, but yeah, she made she, sure she, she was around that. black people to do that. Yeah, did she say she kept it in her purse or some she, shit? She kept like, she kept like hot sauce on hand or some shit. <laughs> That was vinegary looking ass hot sauce. What a fucking idiot. And, was, and my mother is like diehard Hillary. So I'm just like, does that not offend you as a Southern black woman? That she just fucking catered to you like a fucking baby? It she, was so, I mean, there was, there was no smoothing the edges either. It was just. None of that. <laughs> fucking none of it. Like, she just, it wasn't casual in any way, shape, or form. She was just like, I don't know, or like, I love my hot sauce. <laughs> because, like... What for, a fucking idiot. When, when watching politicians, for me, it was like, with with Trump, he'd just, like, awkwardly kiss and hug a Mexican woman who barely could speak English. And <laughs> That it was, was probably clean in his toilet, to be honest. God damn it. just... <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna pull like a Kelly, a Kelly Osborne. <laughs> no, Who's seriously. Who's gonna clean your toilets, Mister Trump? No, no, no. I'm not going. I'm saying like <laughs> literally. He probably like went into his mansion, and was like, found the person cleaning his toilet. He gave her like, some money. Hey, and just, like, man, I need you to come with me. me. <laughs> Can you come with me, please? Who's <laughs> uh, <laughs> that? Was great too. The Kelly Osborne. Thing. That's a Kelly Osborne thing. thing. <laughs> Fucking, I still watch that from time to time. <laughs> Because the look on her face and every every other fucking hen in the view just looking at her. Absolutely. And she's like, no, like, no, wait, wait. That's not how I meant it. I didn't mean it like that. It was, it was almost like it was almost like you could see the vocalization afterwards. She was like, Who's gonna clean your toilet? Oh. oh no. Mouth, stop, please. I mean, I, I forgot about that one. That one was fantastic. It was so oh. fucking Good. There's Even nothing. Whoopi. I think Whoopi was on it at that time. It was just yes, like, she was. Yes. 
There is like, Whoopi's Whoopi been on it for like grew, a twenty Whoopi years. Grew eyebrows just so she could raise them at her. Like there's there is nothing better than fucking super woke people who just accidentally say something incredibly racist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they're well, trying so hard not to be racist that they're racist. For, well, as I was going, because um, like when we did the hot sauce thing, we got Trump doing that. The rest of the people like Ted Cruz and them just being outright racist and not giving a shit. But then you get motherfuckers like um, um, Joe Biden saying, if you don't vote for me, you're not black enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, are we, how are we not fucking seeing any of this? Or do we just not fucking care anymore? If you don't vote for me, you must not be black. <laughs> you must not be black. Like, I used to have- you know what? My- you you have to watch you people because that was like a big thing too. Like uh, the the dad is played by Joan Hill's dad is played by David Duchovny, and it's oh, the same no. thing. Oh well, my him, god, yes! And Julia Louis Julia Louis Dreyfus plays the mom, but it's the same thing. Like they're like the dad just keeps up bringing up Exhibit and how much he likes Exhibit when the girlfriend <laughs> is around. <laughs> He's like, yeah, his braids were cool. It's so bad because it's the same thing. It's like they're trying so hard. To be woke white people that are just being casually racist. Look, <laughs> the, the most racist thing I've ever had to deal with, and I don't know if I told it on the podcast at all, um, was when I was stationed, when I was um, stationed, when I was deployed in the Philippines. And the team guys like to fuck with me. So, <laughs> so what they would do is, because I wasn't part of the SF team, obviously, I got embedded with them because I had to document them. Uh-huh. And so they would tell the Philippines. Now, Filipinos in the Philippines, like, it is jarring when you are a single race and you come from this country and you go into a monoracial culture. It is absolutely jarring. Oh, I'm And sure. I can only imagine how it feels for them. Because, you know, you have the, the cultural divide, the language divide. Um, I've, I've thought about it before, how weird it must be to live in a country like we do, where there is just... A melting pot. <laughs> there's just there's everybody. Just, Everybody's biracial so many, skittles. There's just there's so. <laughs> there we go. There's so many uh, available on atiwihy.com in our shop. Uh, there are so many people, <laughs> different types of people, and then to just have a country where everybody has is the exact same race. It's. it's I, I thought about it before. How jarring. weird that is. It's, it's very just, fucking jarring. The yeah. only thing I was happy about was that I was the same height as everyone else. Like, that was the only thing you're, that you're probably pretty tall right right no no i was the average height like actually you know what no i was an inch taller if that yeah but yeah you're a little taller and, and we all had a similar skin tone but it didn't matter because it's not like i look like any of them so um what the team guys would do because most of them were like big muscular bearded white dudes right they would like there was a fight with like Roy, um, not Roy Jones, with Manny Pacquiao and some black guy. I don't know who the black guy was. I don't know because Pacquiao is one of my favorite boxers. I take a guess, but I'm not gonna. I'll be wrong, <laughs> and I'm gonna look like an <laughs> I idiot. remember his face if I saw it, but he's not a popular boxer. He was the under. Nobody thought he was gonna win, and he he held his own with Pacquiao. I think Pacquiao mm-hmm. was fucking up that whole time. But they were fucking with me because we were listening <clears> it on the radio. Someone was looking at our phones. And we were under this hut. And um, actually, it was the same hut that I had to take a shit in. Like, the, the, <laughs> the, the, with, the bear, with the rain barrel. Yeah. It was it was that same day, actually. But um, they were telling all the Filipino um, police that I was going for the black guy. 
Mind you, they know I'm a Pacquiao stand. I was like, fuck, Pacquiao's going to knock this motherfucker out. I was Pacquiao. going in on it. <laughs> but they were telling him that. So, but, and so they just kept like side-eyeing me anytime the black guy started winning. <laughs> and I wasn't getting it because nobody was fucking telling me anything and I'm dense. No, I so, get it. But there was this one soldier. I keep calling them soldiers. Keep calling them soldiers, but they're more so, more so police. But, um... Called Sergeant Popeye. Sergeant Popeye. Popeye. Did he yeah, eat spinach? Did he have a he, big forearms? He was just this big. Popeye Smoke to them is pipe. different than Popeye to us. We hear <laughs> that's what we think of. Yeah, Popeye yeah. was probably like some like pirate king or something. I don't know. <laughs> Popeye the pirate king. But, but <laughs> that's a shirt right there. Popeye the pirate king. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Sergeant Popeye kept trying to endear himself to me. Saying how he loved, like, like I love Michael Jordan. I love, I love, like, I, I, I love fried chicken. Like, he would just try to endear himself to me. So it's not an American thing only. <laughs> no, it isn't. This is the most racist thing I've ever had to deal with there. Oh, because Jesus he kept, Christ. every time he saw me, he just had to come to me to talk about how, how much he loved black people. <laughs> it's so weird. And it was the most, and this is that toxic positivity shit, I mean. Yeah. Because he didn't, I don't know if he really felt buddy, that way. Buddy, he I, was so I, positive and happy about it. I've noticed a lot of times during our episodes, you try really hard to bring it back to the topic. And you do a great job of it, but it's just not going to work. <laughs> we're, just, we're too bad at staying on topic. Anyway, continue. I'm going to forever try. It's, you should, thank you, you for do a fan, You really do a fantastic job of trying to bring it back to the topic. But in my head, I'm just like, I can't stay on topic. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> Pretend I never said anything. At least you'll keep things related to the topic in some way, shape, or form. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Um, but he would, he he would just always like come to me and do that. And then when I had to get Chow, I had to tell them I don't want the purple Gatorade. I don't want purple or orange Gatorade. And I always and, <laughs> oh, it took me a like, second. I had to constantly had to tell the people what I didn't want because all they knew. They just so they the they weren't even necessarily. I was gonna say they're not they even being racist. They just know the stereotypes. <laughs> just, and so right when we so I would have I would have been happy with a little bit of appropriation there. They just leaned into understand it. Understand that, <laughs> and mind you, I had a girlfriend who's Filipino. Like her parents are right from the Philippines. So I I understood a, enough of the Filipino culture to know that these things aren't normal. <laughs> I just love the idea of them like not being racist at all, but just leaning hard on the stereotypes because they think they're being nice. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's just great. like I they just, do not. They, you go to a buffet one night, they just got fried chicken and watermelon and grape drinks oh, all they over try. the place. They so, fucking and try. They're like, like, feel so good about it. Like, they're, they're doing something so nice for you. And you're just like, yeah. fuck. And, and mind you, I take that shit on the nose. Like, usually I take shit on the nose. But I, I take that on the nose. Like, I just deal with it. Um, and, yeah. But I also can dish it out because I did it to my mother-in-law. Which, um, like, I had, I think it was, like, the first time I met her parents. And mm -hmm. I was just, like, my wife's parents. And I was like, you know what? If... Well, I met them before, but I never formally met them. And I was like, you know what? If I can't get along with them now, there's no point in continuing this. 
Yeah, you and think so, so? I I held my I I if I had to make jokes, I had to make jokes. But um, so you know, my wife's father and I were kind of getting along, and they we were gonna have dinner, and I actually we we're having for dinner, and her mom says, "Oh, I'm making spaghetti." Now when she said in her really thick Staten Island accent, and all at the time, all I knew was they were Italian. That's all right. I knew. So I'm like, of course it's spaghetti. And I say that to I say that to my wife. And she looks at me and goes, racist. <laughs> and I shit you not, her mom comes out. Her mom has foot and mouth syndrome. She'll just say whatever comes to her mind. And I died when this happened. She goes, How can he be racist? He's black. Oh, I think you've you've told me this before, I think. And I that mentality is I laughed so from my groin into my like it just like the energy just came from my chakra, my groin chakra, <laughs> straight up into my chest and just burst it out. I could I was laughing for hours about it. Uh, dude, people are <laughs> people have weird ideas in their in their head. I don't know. That. It's just it's like this is why there needs to be a line with appropriation. There and, does. It will kill guru assholes like that because we will know, hey, you can't say – you can't try to make profit off of this culture's right. beliefs or culture well, there's, there's the or whatever. There it is the problem, yeah. Um, all right. I guess it's about time for us to wrap this episode up. But <laughs> because because we were on topic, I was going to save this little story. It's a very short story for another uh, – the next episode. This is a bank episode people so i was going to save it for our, our regular podcast but it goes along with we we're talking about boxing and we've been talking about uh race casual racism anyway i went to the barber shop last week right and they've got on the movie creed 3 right oh i want to see creed 3 so i've never seen any of the rocky movies i hadn't seen any of the creed movies but they had it on it was pretty close to the beginning and i was like oh cool okay give me something to watch while we're here and uh <laughs> Wait, was it bootleg? Because I think Creed Three just came out. Yeah, no, it it, okay, it came out and was right, yeah. it went to you streaming. You said barbershop. Like, I did instantly imagine that it was bootleg. No, was it wasn't like, bootleg. It it, it went was. to it apparently went to streaming like almost immediately, like it, huh. it within a couple weeks. That happens a lot now. But anyway, I guess yeah, you're right. So <laughs> we're watching the movie and it's great. It was really good. I, I, in fact, I came home and actually finished it because I, I was enjoying it. Um and. Early on, Jonathan Major's character comes on, and one of the barbers was like, oh, you know, they do a really good job early here of keeping Jonathan Major's, like, wearing loose-fitting clothing. And so all you don't notice up. how buff he is? Right, and they're like, so then later, <laughs> when, they, when he first gets in the ring, and you just see how fucking jacked he is. He's fucking huge and ripped. And one of the other barbers was like, yo, do you think he had to do steroids to do that? And the barber all goes, no, dude. Yeah, but the barber goes, "No, nah, man, they're just built that way. They're, it's like it's like animalistic, ah! man. Sorry, <laughs> they're Sorry. just a different breed. They're just they just get super jacked like that. And I like, I think he sensed the fact that it was like, what are you talking about? He's basically, like those remember, people. Yeah, those people. people those, those people are just built like animals. They're just that's like I'm well, like, well, what thanks you to your ans- Wait, what? Thanks to your ancestors, <laughs> they bred us to be like that. Well, well that was a that's a Bill Burbitt. That's a Bill Burbitt. Yeah, you're talking about you think 300 years of running away from people trying to run it away. 
<laughs> it didn't make it. But anyway. and shit. And then he kind of dialed it back and he's like, well, you know, because their skin's so dark, so the crevices are darker and they really pop. And I was like, no, buddy. Dude, you no, you you're digging it deeper. It, it was, dude, it was the They're so dark, shit. the crevices are. <laughs> it, was so, it was so funny. <laughs> it just cracked me up. Because, it, again, it was just like, they weren't trying to be racist, but I'm like, that is so casually racist. He, he's breaking the twitch muscles by cracking open the cotton. Right. And having well, to pick it. <laughs> that's right back to that Bill Burr bit where he, where he talks about the coach that was talking about the twitch thing and got, got in trouble. <laughs> you know, because they're so big. <laughs> so they're so big. They, that's why they don't float. They're just so dense, full of muscles. Like, Black people like, no, they, they don't have to do steroids. They're just built that way. And I was like, really? You should meet my buddy, Joaquin. <laughs> oh, I'm just burning you there. Short period of time. But I think I have body dysmorphia because I could not see it whatsoever. Like, I only see the negatives. So I'm thinking I might want to put challenge myself. So well, I'm just trying like, to go back, get really into shape to the me up point where like, I notice it. It just cracked me up because I'm like, not every black person is jacked. What are you talking no. about? No. You fucking fool. Not even remotely. Anyway. All right. So that's the end of our episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll talk to you next time. Buff-ass black people. Yeah. <laughs>